I, I want to know about you. But I know one of the questions you ask as a host is like, what is the one piece of advice that you were given or that you feel like other real estate agents or people in this profession should know? Welcome to this week's episode of Hey Homegirl. Hey homegirls, this week we are back in Portland, Maine with the super bubbly and fun Kim Tarbucks. We are flipping the script and I am in the hot seat for the interview questions. So tune in. Hey homegirls, this week we are back with one of our most downloaded guests, Kim Tarbucks from Maine. Hi, Kim. Hello. I I am I'm feeling honored. I'm the I'm back for a second time. This is great. Yeah, oh, and we're so gonna much. have Thank some you. fun today. We're gonna turn the tables. So I I want to know about you. But I know one of the questions you ask as a host is like, what is the one piece of advice that you were given or that you feel like other real estate agents or people in this profession should know? Completely immerse yourself in self-discovery, like whether mm. real estate related, how you can get better at being a real estate agent, how you can get better at, be, at knowing different personality types, how you can get better at knowing yourself. I think that women especially come into our industry and you're supposed to know it all. You're supposed to know how to write a contract. You're supposed to know how to talk to people. You're supposed to know how to negotiate. And depending on what type of office you're in, you're not getting a lot of that training anymore. You know, you don't, mm. there aren't hands-on mentors that are explaining all of that. So much of the education is cloud-based. And if you think that you have to know it all or that you're ever going to know it all, you are just setting yourself up for failure. Because like we talked about early on, our industry is changing so quickly. The technology mm -hmm. is changing so quickly, quickly. The way we deal with clients is changing so quickly. And you have to be able to pift and shiv it to be able to find success where success wasn't there before. So just always be committed to being a lifelong learner and not being the smartest person in the room. I love that because this industry is filled with so much ego, right? And you have to have confidence in what you do and, and what you say and how you say it. But yeah, you're right. You you can't, you do, you'll never know it all. And if you think that you do, then you should not be doing this, right? You just should not be doing this. Why real estate? Why did you, because your background is in education. So, I mean, they do go hand in hand, but what was the real estate conversion? <laughs> I was a senior in college at UMass and I was, I had gotten pregnant with my daughter, you know, and my very last semester of school. And I was so excited to be a mom. I was 23 years old when I was pregnant with her. I had kind of taken a break in college. So it wasn't like I was, you know, was, I took, went to college, took a break, went back to college and I had gotten offered a job teaching and I didn't want to go and have a full-time job and, and be, have a brand new baby at home. And my mm. name, Hey, I think you'd be great in real estate. Do you want to give it a try? And all these years later, here I am. Oh God, famous word said by so many. <laughs> I just think it's such a beautiful career for women. And it's such a beautiful career as a mom. Like my career gave me the flexibility I needed when I needed it the most. I was a single, single mom with two little, little kids. I mean, when I say I was a single mom, I had no family here. None at all. I was a transplant to the area. I had friends, but my parents decided to go and like leave their house and RV across the country. So like, I didn't really have anybody here. My ex-husband's family was great, but they were all down in Southern Connecticut. So it wasn't like I had a lot of extra help. Right. My real estate career allowed me the ability to take my kids to work when I needed it to. It allowed me the ability to have them in the office when I needed them to. And it allowed me 
this amazing way to raise my kids because my kids would sit there and they would listen to conversations I had with other adults. They knew how to behave when mommy was working. Mm. They back to other people's houses. I was in Rotary for a number of years. I love that civic organization. And my kids would come to Rotary meetings with me, you know, and they would have to have conversations with all these other adult business owners. And that's a gift that I gave to my no kids kidding. that other people in our community don't have. Mm. I know children getting exposed to that at such a young age just changes their brain chemistry and, and it just creates, you know, get, lets them see that the world is so much bigger than what there is at home. Right. And that we all have to work together to make our communities better and stronger. Right. Yeah. It really gives them that civic mindset and really pushes them to, to think outside the box of like, look at how all these people are coming together and doing great things and they can be a part of that. Oh, I love that. I know. I love when we're, we've got agents in our office that have children and I love it when they're in and, you know, they go help mom or dad with open house signs and stuff like that. And I was like, this is, you know, these are the memories that these kids are going to remember. Like, you know, I know sometimes people, parents, I'm a cat mom, so I, I don't know, but I know from my cat, um, my cat friends, my <laughs> friends who have children, you know, they will, yeah, they'll voice like, you know, I'm working you know, and I miss, you know, I miss this. I am, am I screwing this up? Am I being a terrible parent? And I was like, but think of all the times that you're incorporating them in what you do. Like, that's what they'll remember. You know what I mean? So don't beat yourself up too much. No. And they know that you're, you're out there and you're working and you're trying to contribute to the family and mm-hmm. that you have your own life outside of being a mom too. And that's so, it's so important to be a parent and to be a great mom, but it's so important as a woman to have your own life. And I think that specifically for women gets so. Oh yeah. You have to show that it gives them independence. Like you have to, and it also gives them confidence that, you know, they don't need mom and dad all the time. Like that's literally like what you're supposed to do as a parent is to grow them, to be functioning human beings in society. And if they can't function without mom and dad, you know, five feet away, then I mean, you're going to be having them live in your basement forever. So what do you think new, like people who are like, oh, I should get into real estate now. Like we, we just talked about it before. Like, oh, hey, you think, you know, you'd be great at real estate. Yeah. I think you and I both, we probably are at a stage in our business where we are great at communication and we're great at getting our job done. So our clients and our friends see the positive side of things, the stuff we choose to share on social media, the positive stories we share, and they think it's super easy and they want to jump in. I've actually been giving this so much thought lately. And I think The market has shifted a lot from where it was two to three years ago. And it's a great time for people to get into real estate, but it's a great time because it's going to give you the time you need to build your foundation and build those basics before the market gets really busy again. I'm of the firm mindset that there will always be enough business for those that really want to work and give amazing customer service. There will not be enough work for the people that just want to sit around and wait for the phone to ring or wait for somebody to hand them a lead. Like in my opinion, I'm sorry, you need to go away. Because there are full-time professionals that really want to do this job and do it to the best of their abilities. They realize, you and I realize we are dealing with the most important investment. Mm. And I think too many people want to do this part-time and lose sight of that. Um, There's a level of maturity that you have to have when it comes to this industry. And you have to have a full understanding like, hey, this is not, this is not a hobby. (laughs) And so if you really. They're dressing up in high heels. Yeah. And if this is really something that you want to make a go at it, then you need to learn as much as you can. I mean, you just need to just be, you know, like anything, 
you have to know what your strength, your, your strengths and your weaknesses are. And, you know, could, can this work for you and your lifestyle? I think too many people think that they should just get in, do a few, few deals and it's fine. But I'm like, that's, this is not a hobby. If you want a hobby, you know, pick up crocheting. <laughs> that you can pick up and put down whenever you want. <laughs> like this is, these are people's homes. Sometimes the most expensive thing that they'll ever, ever own. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We're not quite finished yet, but as the home girl of your hometown, I would love to pass the mic to you so that you can share your story and some of your secrets with the homegirl community. To apply, please go to howtobeahomegirl.com in the show notes. It is about the money part of it because that has to, you have to have a good understanding of how to maximize that return on their investment. But it's also so emotional. You have to be the type of person that understands you are in the process of displacing someone. Your people come in and judge you on the way you live, judge you on the way, the condition of your home. You're stressed at work because you're worried about your deadlines and your packing. Like there's so much more to this than opening doors and baking cookies. I had mm. I just at this real estate conference I was at, I was talking to another female agent and she told somebody in the, in their, in her community, what they did. And the other business person looked at them and goes, Oh yeah, you look like you'd be good at baking cookies. Like it completely blowed my mind that this oh is and this is our fault as an industry for putting out there, Hey, this is what we do. We bake cookies and open doors. That's <laughs> the amount of emotional support that I have to give to my clients during a transaction at times can be crippling to me. Like, and if you're not good at understanding that and being empathetic, this might not be the right industry for oh you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We are privy to so much. It's yeah. like, I often equate it to like, we saw, we get to see the wizard behind the curtain and sometimes it's a little scary and sometimes it's hard to, to manage and sometimes it's awful to see and you know there's still things that happen in life that like to your point that creates people that they have to sell their home and it's not always for the happiest of reasons and you know we get to see the warts and all and you have to be emotionally prepared for that too and, and, and also like getting back to taking care of yourself like you, you have to be like teflon in some instances and know when okay i can't be too teflon today because i know he is having a bad day about this and you know especially if it's a divorce or whatever so it's like having a lot of emotional intelligence and you know and then and then coming home at the end of the day and being like hi honey I love you like you know you're tending to your children you still have to give to them and so yeah it's like I'm you know closing the loop on this I'm so glad that you are starting to look at the broader picture of like what makes you happy because you give so much of yourself to your clients and your family that you really have to also include time to, you know, fill your cup up. Yeah. A hundred percent. And Heidi Harris had said it great on a couple episodes ago. She had said, you know, she has this threshold effect. She knows that when she's going into any threshold, whether it's a client or her home or her, her time for herself, she has to be fully present for the person that's there. And I think for us as working women coming home, trying to care for our partners or us as working moms coming home and trying to care for our kids, we really have to put some sort of barrier in place to be able to walk through those doors and be like, okay, all the bad stuff that happened today, all 
my clients that are going through really, really traumatic stuff right now, I just need to put that on the back burner and I need to focus on what's important. And for me, I did not do that. As a broker owner, I was managing not only my own production, but all of my agents production and all of their drama and trying to give a hundred percent to everything. And I really just couldn't do that. I think that's important for agents to hear too, from a brokerage's standpoint, if you're aligned with a broker that really cares about you and cares about your business and cares about your client's business, they are giving to you hundred percent of themselves all the time. Mm -hmm. And if that's not good enough for you, you need to really take time to look at your business and be like, okay, what do I need to do? How do I need to level up so that I don't have to maybe go to them as much for, for questions or answers, you know, I think that's one of the lessons I learned being a broker is that you have to, you can't be a control freak. You have to let those agents learn a little bit on their own too. Yeah. Good. Take the training meals off, right? You were people pleasers and that's what makes us good at our, our jobs, but it does have a dark side to that. If you're not careful, you know, this was so good. Are you happy? Um, I know me a little bit better. I don't usually talk about myself. I love this. Well, I think Sarah, you have so much to offer. And I, like I said before, like I was listening to all the other podcasts that you've done with all these remarkable women. And it is so clear to me that how passionate you are about women leadership and this industry and how you treat your clients and how you treat other community leaders. And you're just, you're just here to fill everybody up. And I think, you know, getting to know you better will help all of us who listen. And yeah, you're like our little tribe cheerleader. And I love that. So I appreciate you letting me come on today and flip the script on you. Oh, I do have one more question. If you could be anything that's any like outside of being a, like a real estate agent, like what other job would you have been or what other career would you be in? Okay. So when I was just in Yosemite National Park on the women's retreat, my very good friend, Becky Lawrence, just asked me the same exact question. And hands- oh my God, really? I would be a YouTube travel guy. Wow. Travel is so extensive. Like if I don't have something planned, I'm not fully happy. I just love to go and adventure like that all the time. So that would definitely be in another lifetime. That's what I would have done. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that too, because like YouTube obviously is relatively new. You know what I mean? And and so, man, you would be great. I mean, we would like the new Rick Steves. Because you love (laughs) travel too. So we would just- Oh yeah. Fun and you just take this on the sh- on the road. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember Samantha Brown? She was from New England and she had a travel show in the 90s. I can't remember it now, but she was such an inspiration. She would go to all these amazing places and she was just a, just a girl from Boston. <laughs> Can I tell you mine? Yes. Yes. Okay. If you could not be a real estate agent or in the real estate industry at all, Kim Tarbot. What oh, I want to be a backup singer slash dancer for like Beyonce or Taylor Swift or any kind of like major, like Madonna. I don't know why. It has always been like, I am so enamored by like the backup singers. I, just I can't sing. Her backup dancers and singers were amazing. Right. Like. I don't, I can't sing and I can't dance. I've tried. It just does not work. But yeah, if I could wave a magic wand and be anything, you know, in the world, I would, yeah. Cause then I would get to travel, you know, be on stage every day, glitter and magic everywhere I go. And you could wear <laughs> glitter every day. Every day. And this is why I'm a real estate agent. So. <laughs> Imagine if we showed up to our clients' houses in Beyonce glitter costumes. <gasps> oh my God, right? And like a full like feet to to head and, and glitter and sequins. Mm, yeah, I don't know. It's a look, that's for sure. It is a look. I don't know if it's a New England look. Maybe it's a California look, but it's not. A- it's just lobsters dangling, dangling from it. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, we're good. We're good. <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank you. This was so much fun. Yeah. I'm definitely going to have you back on in a couple of months because I. Yay. Just- oh, girl. Yes. You remember? Okay. So did you watch Saturday Night Live at all? Uh, every once in a while, but I haven't been watching a lot of TV lately. That No, that's fine. But they have this whole thing, like the host, you get a, a jacket, like five time, like Tom Hanks, like is the, like the most. You get hot pink, hot pink. Yes. Clothes. Or like a headband or something. Oh yeah. I'm here for it. For all of I'll our come up with something. I'm going to just share, like you put an amazing idea in my head yesterday. So Kim had messaged me and she was like, Hey, did you ever think doing a homegirl sleepover retreat? And I, my wheels have been spinning since then. So I think that would be super fun. Oh my gosh. I don't, I don't know what, how that even came into my head, but again, I was listening to the podcast and I was like, how cool would it be to have all these amazing women in one room? and just have like a day to like no, talk it would about have at least two or three days and we yeah probably <laughs> and somebody would cook us amazing food and then we could just be inspirational together yeah. yeah we'll rent a house on like cape cod or something and I get a staff that. to just wait on us hand that'd be some bougie realtor shit yeah <laughs> that really would that would be great <laughs> thousand dollar house that I got to sell this week, right? Yeah. <laughs> I have a tiny home. We'll do it there. Okay, <laughs> well, before we get any crazier, I think we should probably sign off. <laughs> it's Friday. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. All right. Have a great weekend. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.